an entitled tenant destroys my mother-in-law's property, causing over $100,000 in damages to her expensive home in New York City. But karma was on our side as we were able to eventually get revenge on this entitled tenant by not only winning a court case against him, but also winning over his house 15 years later. Here's what happened. So my mother-in-law is a pretty well-off woman. She owns a large number of rental properties and her and her husband have a huge house located just outside of New York City. It's got an outdoor pool, it's got a sauna, it has elevators and then some. It is easily worth well into the seven figures mark and it's only about five minutes away from downtown Manhattan. Sadly, her husband passed away and she remarried and moved out of state. She put the house up for rent shortly afterwards. A broker approached her with two prospective tenants. Now, the tenants were music producers and had some legitimate stuff on their resume that they had worked with. One of them was the business guy and the other one was the talent. For the talent, we'll call him Ben. Ben is not his real name. The two were partners in the beginning and the business guy made sure the rent was paid on time. He was legit and did not mess around. They used the house as a place for artists to chill out and work on their music. After a couple of years, the business guy and Ben had some sort of falling out with the business guy leaving and Ben sticking around. At first, he continued to pay his rent on time, but after a few months, it kept getting later and later. By itself, it's not the worst thing. When you own real estate, it kind of comes with the territory. But he started to get really aggressive as my mother-in-law kept insisting that she needed to be paid. My mother-in-law is not a mean person, and she values politeness and manners above all else. Finally, my mother-in-law had had enough, so she had to evict him. After the eviction, they went through the house and assessed over $100,000 in damages. There were cigarette burns in the carpet, there were stains on the wall, the pool filters and the plumbing had damages. Eventually, after assessing everything, she took him to court and won, and had a lien placed against all of his property. Ben was absolutely broke, aside from his house, and my mother-in-law didn't see the point in trying to get blood from Stone, so she just moved on. Fast forward about 15 years later, and my mother-in-law receives a notice in the mail that the bank is foreclosing on Ben's home. Because she had a lien placed on all of his assets, the bank was asking a judge to dismiss her lien so that they could collect whatever they owed from the sale of the home. My mother-in-law was obviously going to contest this, but then she got clever. She approached the bank and basically said, look, sell me the house at fair market value less than what I'm owed, and you'll save on foreclosure costs, brokers, lawyers, and then some. I have cash on hand, and it's a win-win for everybody. After a little bit more discussion, the bank agrees, and she purchased the house for about 25% below market value. Mind you, that was 25% of money that she was owed anyways, but still, she didn't think she would ever see it again. Now, of course, given all of Ben's terrible behavior, my mother-in-law knew that she wanted him to know exactly who it was that was taking his house. So she found out the day that they were moving out, and she just so happened to stop by. When my mother-in-law walked up, Ben had a difficulty placing her. It had been well over a decade since they last spoke, but once he realized who she was, he basically cussed her out. She never said a word though, and all she did was smile, leaving this guy furious, but her satisfied that she got revenge. This story was an amazing way to get revenge. She had to deal with some jerk who ruined her property, only to then fast forward 15 years in the future, and now she owns the home that he can't afford anymore. That is honestly so funny. And you know what? This guy had to seriously be trying to cause damage in their mansion if he was doing $100,000 worth of damage. Like, that's a lot of property damage that someone could suddenly do in someone's home. And sure, there's probably a lot of things in that home that the mother 
father-in-law owned that was probably very expensive and top of the line. But to do $100,000 in damages is honestly insane to me. So good for the original poster's mother-in-law for getting this awesome revenge. Because at the end of the day, she truly did get the last laugh. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. My husband of one month may have cheated on me at his bachelor party that took place after the wedding. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. So my husband and I have been married for about a month now. I'm 22 weeks pregnant and he wasn't able to put together a bachelor party before the wedding. So he asked if he could do it afterwards and I expressed that I didn't like it, but I wanted to give him the freedom to have the bachelor's party that he always dreamed of having. So he went to the Bahamas with 11 of his buddies, ensuring me that all they wanted to do was golf, play basketball, gamble, and hang by the beach. All 11 guys are either in relationships or married. None of them are single and three have pregnant wives at home. Long story short, I see a video one of them drunkenly posted from a nightclub where there were girls at their table with them. When I confronted my husband, saying that made me uncomfortable to see that, as none of the guys are single, he got defensive and said he can't control what his friends do and that he had done absolutely nothing wrong. I spent the night crying myself to sleep and just feeling super alone. The next day, they were at the hotel's day club and I looked at the day club's Instagram story and there were girls at their cabana. Then that night, my husband told me he wasn't going out with everyone because he didn't want to make me uncomfortable. Fast forward to him coming home and he tells me a few questionable stories about the guys, all of whom I'm friends with their wives or girlfriends. And then he just goes off to the gym. I'm not proud of this, but when he left, I went on his iPad to see if he had taken any pictures, only to end up finding messages to his friends, begging them to delete some of the photos of him from the night before. I confronted him and he said that the night he said he was staying in, they actually all went out to the nightclub and they took videos of him dancing around with girls all around him. He claims that he didn't and would never cheat on me and that he didn't even touch another girl on the dance floor. But he thought if I ever saw the photos, I would be really upset. So he wanted to avoid the outcome. I also saw the messages that the men in the relationships from back home were seeking out girls and they even had them up in their rooms. One of them even spent some quality time with the lady of the night, if you know what I mean. I feel so betrayed and lied to. I am pregnant and I don't know what to do. I have always trusted him and never ever thought that I would be in this kind of situation. He has apologized a hundred times and said that nothing matters more to him than our family. And he swears he never did anything that would be considered cheating, but I don't know how I'm supposed to believe him. What am I supposed to do now? How can I possibly move forward? I don't want to be a single mom and I really did believe in him. What should I do? This is a horrible situation. Not only was your husband straight up lying to you, but his friends are also being unfaithful to their wives and girlfriends. Like seriously, this is messed up. And personally, if I was in your shoes and I knew the information that you do about these other men, I absolutely would be going to their girlfriends or wives and saying, hey, your boyfriend and or husband might straight up be cheating on you. Like it's time for them to find out. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I really don't think there's anything wrong with letting them know that, hey, this is what's up. And then they can make the decisions of what they want to do with their relationship from there. They deserve a right to know. And in that same vein of thought, you also deserve the right to know. Your husband was clearly being unfaithful. He was dancing around with other women. He was lying to you about what he was actually doing. And that is just from what you know. You literally don't know all the details of what happened on those 11 days. And if I was in your situation, I would also be really freaked out. So it's obviously time to have a serious conversation with your husband. And it's time to find out the truth of if he did anything 
anything more than just dance around and have photos with other women. My boyfriend doesn't want me to go to his high school reunion anymore, and he refuses to explain why, and I feel so hurt and upset over this, I seriously don't know what to do. So my boyfriend invited me to his 10-year high school reunion a few weeks ago. We've been together for over a year, we live together, and he constantly talks about a future with me. His friends all know me well, their girlfriends know and like me as well, and there's no issues there. He invites me a few weeks ago when he gets the email asking if he'll be using his plus one. I usually work Friday nights as I am a bartender, so I had to request off. I got approved, went and got a dress for the event, and I am now missing out on about $350 just to attend this event. I know it could be kind of boring, but I'm a very outgoing person, and I know how to keep myself occupied. I've never had trouble making friends, and like I said, I know his friends and their girlfriends really well. Well, yesterday, three days before the event, he tells me that he doesn't want to go anymore. I was so confused and I asked him why and he said his guy friends aren't bringing their partners so he thought that I'd be uncomfortable going. Instead of asking me not to go, he's telling me that we both don't have to go at all because he feels bad for inviting me. I told him that he can go without me if it means that much that I'm not there. He could tell though that I was a little let down so he just said neither of us are going. I'm kind of upset by this. Not only did I take off work and buy a dress, but I was genuinely excited to get to know more about this part of his life, as well as the fact that he wanted to bring me along. I've met girls and guys from his high school days, and they've always been very nice and happy to meet me, telling me stories about days back then, and I was always excited to meet these people from his past. I figured it had to be an ex from high school, but I asked him and he said he didn't have a girlfriend in high school. His first girlfriend was freshman year of college. I know his friend's partners, and I know they would all want to go. So the fact that they aren't bringing their girlfriends has got to be the boy's decision. Why are all the guys choosing not to bring their girlfriends? If a plus one was on every invite, isn't it expected that their own classmates would be doing the same? And now suddenly he just doesn't want to go at all? It makes me think that he's hiding something. Like they're going to meet up with people that they don't want me or us, meaning the female partners, around and watching. The event is at a bar and it's an open bar. Am I thinking too deep into this? What does this all mean? I'm pretty let down and I'm also suspicious, which makes my boyfriend angry. When I told him I was upset about it, he got really angry with me and said he's just not going to discuss it, stating that no one else's girlfriends are giving them any of these issues and that I'm specifically being ridiculous, but I genuinely just wanted to go with him. But instead, I got told never mind and I really just want to understand why. What should I do? That is really sketchy behavior, but I think you're going to do a lot more damage than good if you jump to some kind of conclusion. Sure, maybe it does seem like this is just an excuse for it to be a boys night out and for something sketchy to be going on. But honestly, it might just be the first thing. Maybe all these guys just want to reminisce on their times in high school and they didn't want their girlfriends or any other partner along with them. Maybe they all just collectively said, okay, let's just try and make this a guys night and try and have a good time without our partners involved. I mean, that's like the only thing I can think of that might have any kind of sensibility about it. But with that thought in mind, I don't blame you for being upset about this. This is really annoying. You took off time from work and this is work where you get paid in tips and you're basically missing out on a couple hundred dollars all because your boyfriend is suddenly acting a little bit weird. So hopefully something can be done about this because while I doubt he's trying to cheat on you, I do think there is some kind of ulterior motive where he and the rest of the guys most likely just don't want their girlfriends to attend. My friend's girlfriend confessed that she has been attracted to me for several years now and at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. I first want to start off by saying that all the names 
names in the story are fake. So I've been friends with this guy, we'll call him Mike, since my freshman year of college. The girl, let's call her Sarah, has been his long-term girlfriend of three years. I've probably spent hundreds of hours with him and his girlfriend, going to bars, going to parties, watching movies and TV shows during COVID, and just hanging out in general. Around March of this year, I hooked up with a friend of my friend's girlfriend, and it was a somewhat regular thing for about two months before we graduated and she moved out, but we're still in touch overall. We had a small get-together at Mike's house just this last Saturday, where we had a group of around six people that just got together to celebrate graduation and to chill and just socialize. There was a time during the get-together where I was sitting around a table with others on Mike's back deck, and Sarah was sitting right next to me, but Mike had gone inside to show his degrees and some pictures to one of the guys that was visiting, so it was just me and Sarah outside for like 15 minutes. It was during this time that Sarah sat next to me and leaned in next to me and started to talk to me about her friend and how she said that her friend told her all about me and that she got back a fantastic report from her friend and said that it sounded like I was quite the performer, if you know what I mean. While I originally just took it as her joking around and her just being a little bit drunk, I quickly realized that it was different when she leaned in and told me that she had always thought about me and wished that she had gotten with me instead of Mike. Now, I didn't try to make a scene or draw any kind of attention. I hoped to just change the subject because I assumed that she was drunk and I didn't want to upset my friend Mike and tell him that Sarah was saying that stuff to me. So I just told her things like, Mike is amazing for you, you love Mike, and you guys have been together for so long. She told me that it was a mistake to be with Mike because of his height. She also went on to tell me that she didn't want to spend quality time with Mike until they had been together for three weeks, if you know what I mean. But then she turned it around and said that she wanted to spend quality time with me after the first time we met. She basically talked all this garbage about Mike to me and tried to tell me that he was inferior to me and that he wasn't mindful of her at all. It was an incredibly awkward situation because I felt like if I pushed back too much on her and outright called her out and reported her to my friend, then she would be able to turn it around and say that I was making it all up and that I was the one who tried to escalate things with her. While I was sitting there talking to her, it didn't occur to me at the moment, but I realized like five minutes into it that I should try to privately voice record her talking to me so I could then use it as proof to show to Mike if she ever tried to deny it or tried to say that I was the one flirting with her. So I recorded like two minutes of the conversation before it ends and while the audio isn't great, it was at a point in the conversation where it unfortunately sounds like I'm not being very resistant to the flirting and it's not really definitive that I wasn't flirting with her. So the audio was kind of useless from the perspective of defending myself. If I had to go to Mike just to tell him about it. This happened just this weekend and I'm not sure how to go about it. I haven't talked to Mike or Sarah since then and I also don't know what she said to him or if he even has any idea that she told me any of this stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if she had cheated on him in the past given what she told me about him and how much it seemed like she doesn't like being with him. While it does suck, I'm not really seeing any way that I don't lose this entire relationship and friend circle over this. Even if I come clean to Mike and admit everything to him, it probably isn't going to be the best thing for our relationship when it looks like I basically stole his girlfriend's affection from him. I obviously don't want to start dating or hooking up with Sarah because then that makes me an actual scumbag that stole a friend's girlfriend or spent time with his friend's girlfriend behind his back. If I just say nothing, maybe Sarah will just act like nothing ever happened and we can just keep it as a secret between us. I don't want my friend to be dating someone 
someone that isn't genuinely into him. But at the same time, I don't want to blow up this relationship by telling him that his girlfriend wants to be with me. I just feel totally stuck here. I know Mike is somewhat insecure about stuff like his height, and he would always ask me to slouch over and stuff into photos, and he would take pictures from the knee up and always stand all the way up on his tippy toes when taking group photos. And he was obviously insecure about it, and he even puts lifts in his shoes. If I come out and tell him that his girlfriend wanted to be with me because I'm more of a man than he is, it is literally going to crush him, and it will 100% ruin our relationship. But at the same time, him staying with Sarah is only going to hurt him in the long run when she inevitably cheats on him. What should I do? This is honestly a catch-22, because on one hand, you absolutely are going to ruin this relationship, but on the other hand, your friend kind of deserves the right to know. And also, Sarah is sketchy. We don't like Sarah. Never be around Sarah by yourself ever again. She was clearly under the influence and she was drunk, but you know what? That is a poor excuse. She knew what she was doing. She was clearly coming on to you and that is not okay. And you're right. She's gonna cheat on somebody. So in my opinion, I would make sure that that is not you. Distance yourself from Sarah and maybe see if you can spend time with Mike without her being around. Or if she is around, just make sure you're not by yourself with her. Because she seems like the type of person who might try something when Mike isn't around. And you absolutely better protect yourself because she sounds incredibly sketchy. I'm convinced that my sister's new boyfriend is a walking red flag and he has done and said a lot of weird things that have really made me question his motives and I seriously don't know how to get through to my sister. Here's what happened. So for a little bit of background, my sister ended her first relationship half a year ago. It was a three year long relationship. They lived together for two years and that guy was an absolute moron. Indecisive, weaponizing competence, the whole jazz. My sister basically had to mommy him. She had to do all the mental work as well as the chores while going to college and work. It was really messed up. After their lease ended, she dumped the guy and found an affordable studio for herself. She looks so much happier and now she met her new boyfriend two months ago. So I can understand why this guy is so much more desirable after her ex-boyfriend. He has his stuff together, he's living in his own apartment alone, and he has a stable career and he knows what he wants. But there is kind of a catch along with this. I've only met him two times and both times he has rubbed me the wrong way. He spoke a little condescendingly to my sister as well as to me after two beers and when we started to go out to a concert he asked my sister to change her clothing because he's not going to be there to protect her from other men. Now I have a taser, a kitty cat boxer and some pepper spray and my sister has pepper spray as well so I think we're good. When I pointed this out to him he just rolled his eyes. My sister just brushed it off and said oh he's so protective. Also this guy moves way too quickly. He wants my sister to move in with him in July when my sister's lease is up. He is constantly love bombing her. He's talking to her about marriage and having kids. He wants to put her on his life insurance. He even demanded that my sister share her location with him after he found out that she shares it with me. He also wants her to quit her job. And of course, he constantly has something to say about her outfit as well as her friends or even what she's eating. But of course, he's having her best interest in his heart because apparently he wants what's best for her, which I really just don't believe. But every time I try to bring up this topic with my sister, she dismisses my concerns and changes the topic. I really think that she's looking at this guy with rose-tinted glasses, and she thinks that I'm projecting my own awful marriage onto her. Honestly, I don't know how to get through to her, and I really don't know what to do. This may sound weird, but I really don't know if there's anything you can do. You've brought it up to her, you've tried to communicate that, hey, this guy is not really as nice as you think, 
drink and you've tried to warn her in advance, but she completely dismissed you. And unfortunately, in my opinion, this is probably where that conversation ends. You can't make decisions for her, unfortunately, and this is going to be a mistake that she's just going to have to deal with. And obviously, you want to be there for her if she ever brings this up. It is her life after all, and you can't control what she does and doesn't do. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.